You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Alter Echo. Here we are, finding ourselves almost at the end of July already. How can this be? (laughs) Summer goes by so quickly every single year. And I hope that you've had some time for refreshment and renewal. I hope the summer rhythm is different for you than the rhythm during the school year or during the the other primary months of the year that take us into holidays and winter and all kinds of things like that. It is a day of um, sacredness this coming Sunday. We are in the Brian McLaren book in chapter 47, The Spirit Conspiracy. And if you read that chapter, you notice that, um, that God calls us to be connected to the Holy Spirit and to conspire with the Spirit to do God's work in the world. This is the calling, and this is what we'll talk about a little today, but more than anything, I want you to hear today that prior to that, our sense is that God is the one infusing us with God's self, with God's way, but also vision and perspective, and and, and as well, strength, a different kind of strength, something that takes us far beyond where we normally would, would would see ourselves going or think we could go even. And I that's where we want to go today a little bit. I want you to kind of listen for that in the sermon this morning. So let's go there. We're going to read Philemon, Philemon. I learned that word Philemon through the New Testament song that my mom taught us in Sunday school, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, X, Romans. And we got to Philemon <laughs> toward the end. Philemon, it's a one-chapter book that we don't read very often. I'm going to encourage you to find it toward the back of your New Testament before Hebrews and read it. It's a story about a call for a person to let their slave go and bring their slave back to them as a a partner, an equal in this life. It's a a massive calling, and this is why I'm saying that the the conspiracy uh, for us in, in being connected with the Holy Spirit is that we would think of things far beyond what we would otherwise think as normal or expected. So here is Philemon chapter 1, verses 8 through 19, and then we'll, on the other side of it, have a little message about the spirit conspiracy. Here's Paul and Timothy writing to their friend, Aphia, an archippus. For this reason, though, Paul says, I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do your duty. Yet I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. And I, Paul, do this as an old man, And now, also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus, I am appealing to you for my child Onesimus, this was the slave, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I wanted to keep him with me so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. 
but I preferred to do nothing without your consent in order that your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this is the reason he was separated from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. So, if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, am writing with writing this with my own hand. I will repay it. I say nothing about your owing me, even your own self. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, dear sisters and brothers in Christ, grace to you and peace from God, the Creator, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I picked up the comics right away in last Sunday's paper, which I always do first, and I went straight to Pearls Before Swine. It's my current favorite comic strip. Here's what it said last Sunday. The pig is sitting behind a desk with a sign on it that reads, Secrets of a Happy Life. A man comes up to him and says, Yeah, um, I got a big house, nice car, important job title, high salary, lots of awards. The pig says, Happy? The man replies, No, and I don't know why. The pig gets up and whispers to him, We all just want to be loved. Then he sits down and says, Some secrets shouldn't be kept secret. We all just want to be loved. It's our deepest yearning. It's, it's primal. We all just want to be loved. We want to feel that we are desired, wanted by people, safe and secure and not wondering if we are loved or lovable. I had a fellow in a former congregation years ago who told our morning men's group one time that he never once heard his dad tell him that he loved him. And he just always yearned to hear that. His dad came from a generation of stoicism, I'm sure, but those three words, I love you, are life to us, aren't they? To everyone. They are needed to be said and heard generously. We all just want to be loved and in a place of that security and assurance. So when the chaos of life takes over, where do you go to stay grounded in what is most important? huh? Where do you go to be reconnected to God's living Holy Spirit so that the Spirit can intercede for you, as the Apostle Paul says, in sighs too deep for words, and can reconnect you 
not only to the heart of God and to love from God to you, but also to the strength God gives to be filled with God's blessing so we can be blessings to others, to this, to this wild world. Where do you go? You come here to church, right? Don't you come here to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ that not only clears away the clutter and the chaos and the daily confusions that we have, but like a lightning bolt burns in our hearts also what is good and right and acceptable and most important to God and from God to the world. All that which is far more than we could ever imagine for the world. We heard things today like, let love be mutual. <laughs> it was in Hebrews. In other words, there is nothing more important than this. That love fill your life and also rule your life. Your thoughts, your actions, your relationships where love brings people hope to all the people in your life. Your thanksgivings, your trust in God with, with you. We heard about how radically different God's perspective is from ours. Particularly our perspectives when we get caught down in the weeds and even lose our way because life is coming at us in waves and barrages. The gospel pulls us up, frees us from the weeds and the bizarre perspectives that are all around us. And it refocuses us, reconnects us to the Holy Spirit, reintroduces us even to God. The radical gospel of Christ tells stories about people like Paul, who urged a friend to not buy into the enslavement of people. A guy named Onesimus that you just heard about in this case. But to free him and to make him a friend and even a family member instead. Let love be mutual. We all just want to be loved and need to be. In another of the lessons this week, that same Apostle Paul counsels men and husbands to go far beyond the male chauvinism and patriarchy of the day so they can let their love for their wives and their wives' love for them be real and mutual and equal, a true partnership, rather than subjugating or condescending or power-hungry. The gospel of Christ, the good news of God, the powerful connection we get to have with the Holy Spirit blesses us incredibly. And with an abundance of love and vision and calls us far beyond the struggles we foist on each other or the very narrow vision we too often get caught up in or the weaknesses we experience because our own hurts that cause our thoughts and actions to be less than loving or hopeful or helpful are at the surface. 
Where do you go to be extracted from those weeds, those weaknesses, and be remade, renewed, re-enlivened? Don't you come here to the gospel? Yes. Don't you come with open hearts just waiting to be refilled? Don't you come asking the Holy Spirit to reconnect you with God? Don't you come to give thanks and pour out your gratitude to God? And don't you come realizing that with your own renewal from the heart and love of God for you, your life is meant to be a gift of love that brings assurance, hope, and help to people in your life. Yes, we come here to God's heart in faith to be reconnected to God's living spirit and heart. This is what church is for. I want to close today with Amanda Gorman's poem, Hymn for the Hurting. Today, as we ask God to continue to call us to conspire with the Holy Spirit, let us also tell God that the ability to be connected so we can, we can conspire with God and God's work in the world is our greatest hope and blessing. Let us be very clear that God's way for us and with us and through us is survival and life for us and others. And then, let this poem speak to your hurts and your hurts and your hopes as we ask God to renew us again today to be blessed as children of God so that we will also be God's blessings to every part of the world in which we live. Hymn for the Hurting by Poet Laureate Amanda Gorman. Everything hurts. Our hearts shadowed and strange, minds made muddied and mute. We carry tragedy, terrifying and true. And yet none of it is new. We knew it as home as horror, as heritage. Even our children cannot be children, cannot be. Everything hurts. It's a hard time to be alive, and even harder to stay that way. We're burdened to live out these days, while at the same time blessed to outlive them. This alarm is how we know we must be altered. We must differ or die. That we must triumph or try. Thus, while hate cannot be terminated, it can be transformed into a love that lets us live. May we not just grieve, but give. May we not just ache, but act. May our signed right to bear arms never blind our sight from shared harm. 
May we choose our children over chaos. May another innocent never be lost. Maybe everything hurts, our hearts shadowed and strange, but only when everything hurts, may everything change. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.